Good evening, Megabusters. Welcome to episode 9 of your weekly nighttime commute to a better version of yourself. We are transcending, we are evolving, we are levitating, we are several inches above the ground with our feet still on the accelerator. A change is happening, I can feel it, it's all good. I'm just doing that thing, but I walk around and I make the noise of corduroy, I just pretend I'm wearing corduroy, just to maybe like confuse the, my neighbours. Um, I'm wearing tracksuit bottoms, but yeah, I just like them, I like to think maybe they can hear me going through the walls and they think I'm some kind of professor, but I'm not. Far from it. I do have the, the hairstyle of a crazy professor at the moment, though. I'm, I'm kind of, because I'm, I'm very thin on top of the head and I'm very bushy and curly on the sides. And uh, actually there's a cartoon and there's a nutty professor in there with a, like a typical bald head in the middle and the, the white spiky bits on the side. And I was watching it with Tommy just now and he, he said it was looked like me. He said daddy and he's not even three. So um, I had loads planned for the episode this evening. I was going to do like, um, I was going to carry on the story from the world champs and the time in Spain training, but you know, <laughs> something happened and it's just, t- it's just totally taken over, isn't it? It's totally taken over that 27 miler that I did on Saturday with Matthew the Bull Phillips, uh, Rodri from uh, Running Punks, just loads of other amazing people came down. I'm not going to name them all because I'll probably get a name wrong and then I just ruin the podcast. So that's what I'm going to do tonight. I'm going to talk about that 27 miler while kind of like just is still fresh in my memory so I think it's the kind of experience that just deserves just pouring out my brain just just flying out my mouth no filters that is the kind of thing that I think will best represent how I feel about running the 27 miles so that is what you're going to get tonight I'm sorry if you're expecting stories well no one's even said they're enjoying the stories but that's what I'm going to do tonight it's going to be talking about the 27 miler for a good 10 minutes I got some questions to answer I got a cup of tea what have I got going on here it's called peace it's it's called peace by pocket tea um, it's nice. I got a glass of water. I got a bag of fruit and nuts, and I've got a, as usual, a caffeine chewing gum when I'm about to do these just before I go to bed. So strap yourself in. I'm still going to keep my eyes on the road, and let's talk about that 27 miler. Much like episode one of Mega Bus to the Ritz, this one contains a story which takes place in a pub. Um, yeah, I. Why you're probably thinking this guy spends a lot of time in pubs. I don't go to pubs much anymore because I'm still teetotal, still going strong, 50-odd days. Uh, But yeah, I used to go to pubs a lot. I even worked in a pub for a while. Um, One shift, I was the only person there. There were no customers. I was the only member of staff there. And I got a peanut stuck in my ear. I think that's all you need to know about me and pubs. I'm a fool. I'm a fool. When it comes to pubs, I'm a fool. And uh, this whole thing, this whole 27-miler happened because I was a fool in a pub. I made a bet with someone and I said, whatever the points difference was in the rugby uh, between Wales and England, I would run in miles. I probably thought it would be like five or six at most, but it ended up being 27. Obviously, I was delighted as a Welsh rugby fan, and but then I just woke up in the morning with an absolutely disgusting hangover. My blue suede shoes had melted. Um, <laughs> and I, I thought I need to run 27 miles. I made a promise and I just didn't do it. Maybe like three years ago, 
I contemplated doing it again when I started like just doing a little bit of jogging, but there was no way I'd be like physically ready for it or mentally ready for it. So it just didn't happen. Uh, and then this year I, I said to myself, I'm going to do it. Uh, cause like it was, it, it was something that'd been posted online. Um, a guy I was in a band with put a tweet up, uh, back in 2013 saying that I promised I was going to do it. And I remember people around that time were like messaging saying, when are you are going to do it? You need to do it. And even though, I don't know, it's just something I had to do. I just felt like I had to do it. Uh, I wanted to, in a way, like that person, that version of me in 2013 who made that stupid, it was like, I was bragging, I guess. I, I don't know. I don't know what was up with me. Why would I say that to a stranger in a pub? I guess maybe he had like a bit of aggression to it because... I don't know, maybe like that's just the kind of guy I was then. And I just wanted to get rid of it. I felt like like by doing it, it was, I don't know. I felt like just by doing it, I could move away from the fact that I said something stupid like that. And I don't know. And it's a good fun challenge. So uh, I talked to Matthew about it. Matthew Phillips, my mate in Slatley. And we suggested maybe like running 13 miles in one direction and then back, you know, making it as you, I guess as most people would think about running 27 miles, you'd think about running a long way and covering a lot of ground. But something about, I don't know, something about me, I just wanted to run it on a loop. I wanted to maybe like, I wanted to run further than I've ever run before on a small playground, like just a little area. That's what I wanted to do. And it's kind of thinking about it now, you see so, so many people and it's all about, um, like long distance running seems to be about like getting out there, running where it's beautiful, taking these amazing Instagram photos uh, to show like the ground you've covered and where you are. But I just want to do it down North Dock in Llanelli where it's, it's quite industrial. It's kind of pretty down there a bit, but also not. There's a power station there. Uh, it's, it tends to be really windy down there. It's quite a tough place to run. And I just thought I want to do it there and I want to do lap after lap and I want people to come and join in. So that's what we did. We set a date. I think we set a date with like maybe like three weeks ago and just just went up and did it. So yeah, um, that is that's what happened for us to do this challenge. And let's let's let me just have a cup of tea. Not a whole cup. I'm not gonna sit here and drink a whole cup of tea while you listen to it because it's quite hot. If it's a cold cup of tea, I can neck it. Let me just have a quick sip. So it's the morning of the 22nd of February. It's the day I'm finally going to, I'm finally going to boot that bet into touch. And I wake up, I come downstairs at seven o'clock in the morning, everyone's sleeping. I have a bowl of overnight oats, which is like middle-class porridge, which you haven't stirred and you put in a jam jar. I don't know why you've put in a jam jar. It's just, you could put in a bowl. Actually, it was in a bowl. I'm lying. I'm thinking about photos of overnight porridge. There's a difference between photos and overnight porridge and what you actually do. And it was in a bowl, uh, which my, ah, yes, it's all coming back to me now. My wife put cling film on it, put my name on it and wrote 27. What, do you know what, what a star. Thank you very much. So that was, that greeted me. It was like coming down and being met by a little dog in a fridge with a wagon tail, except it was a bowl of porridge with 27 written on it and my name. So I ate that. I had a banana with peanut butter and then I listened to The Secret Life of Arabia with David Bowie put a few good jams on, which I love. And I just, I was, wasn't really thinking about the run. I was just having a nice morning, a nice normal morning. Mm. Then I went up for a shower, 
put my kit on. We went down to North Dock. There was a good crowd there at the start, which was amazing because, like, I, I guess I saw it because it was something I'd organised. It reminded me a bit of a gig, and I'm so used to doing gigs where people just don't turn up <laughs> when they say they are. So it was lovely to see people at the start. And, you know, we just started running. We just started running. Me and Matthew filmed a bit of chat at the at the beginning, but it really wasn't entering my mind that I was about to run further than I've ever run. It really wasn't. I wasn't, like, there was no doubt I was going to do it. There was no doubt I was going to do it, even though... Up until then, I the furthest I'd ever run was fifteen miles. So it was just it hadn't entered my head, it like it hadn't entered my head at all that I might not do this challenge. I just I was looking forward to it. I was just I was just full of excitement. And um, we went off, and every now and again, people were joining in. It was just yeah, it was it was amazing. It it really was amazing, and it got it got tough. Some parts got really tough. I think around about twenty miles, something weird started happening to me where. I was I was blinking, uh, like you do. I was blinking, and then even though the blink had ended, so I knew my eyes were open, it still felt dark. So I, I started panicking. I started just power necking some gels, and that played havoc on my guts for a little bit. And yeah, we we did it. We did it. So what? I, I've made a video. I put a video online. There's there's so much I want to talk about. Um, about the like maybe not like the actual run itself but just how it's made me feel i'm going to do something next week maybe where we and matthew will get together and, and chat about the actual run itself but you know that video is there you can have a look i mean there's it it's no point me talking about it when you can see my face uh in the video but it's just kind of i don't know i feel like something's changed i feel like something has changed since i've done it i feel uh better than ever even the day after I had like my, my left foot was a bit sore but I feel better than ever I feel like that that pain in my left foot is just like really stretched itself out part of that might be because I've I've wisened up and I've started running in size nine and a half shoes instead of size nine it was like one of those things that suddenly occurred to me out running two weeks ago that my my feet in my shoes are kind of clenched like fists and I was thinking maybe my shoes are too small so I moved up the size nine and a half I ran the whole 27 miles in a pair of Sacconi rides and I don't know something's changed and I I got some stuff open here on the laptop right and I don't I you know I'm a big fan of Kendrick Lamar I don't believe in God I you know I don't I believe that Pi is the same anywhere in the universe, the number 3.14. I believe in little things like that. I believe that the angles of a triangle can possibly not be 180 degrees in space. I believe in things like that. I believe that there is something, there is some kind of information out there which is in us. I don't believe in God. But there's a line in uh, Kendrick Lamar's song, Fear, and it, it goes like, I'm talking fear, fear of losing creativity. I'm talking fear, fear of missing out on you and me. I'm talking fear, fear of losing loyalty and pride because my DNA won't let me evolve in the light of God. Now, ignore God, right? It, my DNA won't let me evolve in the light of running. I don't know. I feel like something has happened, right? This is mental. I feel like something has happened to my DNA after doing this run. I feel that by doing it and pushing myself further than I've ever pushed myself before, I've exposed myself to something and I've let it come in. This sounds wacky, but I feel like something's come in and it's changed me a little bit. It's it's just changed the way I feel about like my old self, like the person who made this bet in the first place. I feel like I have firm, I have definitely left the platform that he was on. I'm on a train going away from him, and it's made me realize that I don't know. 
why would you do something unless it was for good? I, I know that it's like just a little, just, it might sound a bit crazy. I might come across a bit preachy, but because we did it for charity and I saw so many people get involved and say they enjoy it. Lots of people, like particularly my wife, it was the furthest she'd run as a result. And it, it's like that was just doing something for good. And running started out so much as like just trying to improve myself that it's just blown my mind that within a year I can I'm doing something and I can see it's benefiting other people. So I don't want to talk too much about that. I'm gonna pause this quickly and have another sip of tea, then I'll pick it up with some questions and answers. But I think I've covered a lot about how I feel uh from running it. It's like little little I don't know. It's just wacky. It's just wacky. It's quite hard to just chat without a plan, but I'm just trying to get everything out and record it. And so it's just there. All right, I got some questions and stuff here. Let's have a look what we've got. We've got some good ones. But well, they're all good. Any question is a good question. You can't see this, but I've, I've spat a chewing gum out and it kind of looks like a goldfish. And it's got a little face on it. That's a bit spooky. Okay, let's have a look at these. And um, I won't read out who they're all off because there's so many. And what, what I do is, I, even though I got the questions in front of me, I still write them on paper because oh, I don't know. So one question that's popped up a few times, what is the next challenge? I am definitely thinking of more challenges. I think just I enjoyed this so much. I Obviously, I love races. I've still, I've got some races I'm going to do. I'm doing slightly half marathon. Um, I'm doing the Cardiff 10k, those are the ones I've entered so far, but this was just something special, so there's going to be more stuff, I want to think of something else to do, I won't mind taking like the 27 mile thing to maybe a different, a different city, running there and just putting word out and people can come and join us, that's something I'm thinking of doing, uh, but certainly we will be doing this again next year. Uh, another question, 800 meter race or 27 miles slower, which hurts the more? It, it's it's weird because 800 meters, it hurts. It hurts a lot and you're doing it to race, right? You're doing it to race, to beat other people, to beat a time. This 27 miler, the, the pain was gradual, but I feel like obviously it wasn't a race, but I just feel I've benefited more from it. Uh, so I would definitely say running on a track hurts more, while as, whereas the 27 miles around the loop, kind of heals more. Does that make sense? That sounds, I'm just, wow, I'm turning into a hippie. Don't worry, I'm, I've still got a clean driver's license. It's all good. Um, how many shrimps did you catch? Right, shrimps were what we were calling, me and Matthew were calling other runners who joined us. I have no idea of the total number, but I'm thinking it was somewhere between 25 and 30 shrimps joining us in total, which is beautiful. Um, what was the weirdest thing that went through your head throughout the whole thing? Right. Do you know what? I, I was hoping someone was going to ask me this because I didn't want to just suddenly start talking about the weirdest thing that entered my head. But there were two things that entered my head a couple of times while I was running. One of them was that I feel really bad that while my wife was in labour, I was drinking coffee. Right? I feel really bad. And I kept, I don't know, I kept thinking about how awful it was that while my wife was giving birth to our boy, I was breathing instant coffee breath in her face. So I kept feeling bad about that. Um, I I did think about the bet and I did like think about, I'm just gonna get this done. And that kind of, that that wasn't like my main motivation, but that did pop up now and again. Um, but probably the, the craziest thing I thought about and something which 
I can't explain why it just helped me when things were hurting the most. I thought about the silent H in the word rhubarb and I thought I need to run or I need to, my contact with the ground needs to be like that silent H in rhubarb. So if you say rhubarb, you don't really say the H, but you know it's there, you know it's snuggled up against the R and I was just, this is serious, this is genuine, much like the bobble hat with the bobble grown on my head. My thing was, I was running and I just kept saying rhubarb and I kept and every time I got to the H, the invisible H in rhubarb, that's when I made sure I was making, making contact with the ground as light and quick as possible. So that's probably the craziest thing that entered my head. That's probably one of the craziest things that entered my head ever. Um, another thing that happened was like a weird, beautiful out-of-body experience. So like I said earlier, I was like blinking and when I was opening my eyes, it still felt a little bit dark. That happened and then for like maybe like a second or so, I saw myself running. That was kind of around... 26 mile mark and I was a bit all over the shop by then um so those are questions I wrote down lots of people asked me did I chafe I chafed a lot but not where I expected I I guess <laughs> check this out I guess the biggest chafe was old Jimmy rubbing up against new Jimmy hey that's a kind of chafing that's like a personality chafe but the one chafe I did not expect or wasn't I wasn't even aware of it was and I didn't become aware of it until I sat in the bath. But I had chafing on my bum cheeks. I don't know what was rubbing up against my bum cheeks. Was it bum cheek on bum cheek action or maybe like the shorts? I don't know. But I sat in the bath and it absolutely killed. It stung like hell. So those are some. I think those were Twitter questions I wrote down. Um, let's have a look across. I got a few more. There's lots of lots of lots of people interested in chafe. Um, do you now lean to one side after running in so many circles? Um, it didn't feel, it didn't feel like a loop. It was weird. Like, and, and everybody we were running, we were saying the same thing. We felt like we were just out for a run. It didn't feel like we were doing laps after a while. I don't know why. I don't know. Like, obviously we did like 40 odd laps. Um, but it just, I don't know. It just felt like we were out running. It was, um, you know, obviously certain things. Like I was thankful that my water bottle was in the same place every lap. And it was a bin to throw my gel, empty gel things in. Because I didn't want to litter. Uh, let's have a look what else we got here. Genuine question. Would you have gone faster in those fancy Nike shoes? Would they make a difference to a casual runner like me? I don't know. I, I talked about my, my take on Nike shoes last week. And I just, I'm not interested in them. I I don't think they're cool. I know Matthew had them on. They were really nice. They were really nice. I'm, I'm not slagging people off by saying that. I'm, I'm talking about like Kipchoge and stuff, right? He's, he's the guy who broke the world marathon record. Yeah. You know, like, can I say this? I'm going to say it. Kipchoge breaking the world record, breaking the two-hour two thing in a marathon. I weren't impressed. I wasn't, genuinely, I wasn't impressed. I just watched it and I thought, yeah, that, yeah, whatever. He's, I just saw it like a bunch of molecules. It was like diffusion. It was just like, it just didn't make sense to me. So um, then like shoes, would it made a difference? I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. But I, I love like Sakoni rides because they just... They just don't seem to give you anything. It's like, and I'm not, I'm not having a dig at those shoes. They just, you just put them on your feet, and they, I wouldn't say they bounce you. And they just, they just comfy. Um, you probably could have run it faster in like shoes though, but I think you would have to run it faster in like shoes because you spent all that money. It's like a Red Bull. I don't think a Red Bull wakes you up, but the cost wakes you up. So you, you spend all that money on a drink and you feel like you need to be awake. Like if you buy an expensive wine, you have to pretend you like it, even though it's just gone off grapes. Hmm. This tea is really nice, by the way. Sorry if this is a weird podcast night, but I just this is just how I fancy doing it for a change. Question for you, Jimmy. Do you think it's better for improvement in my running if I join a running club? Uh, 
yes. And one thing that I always notice about running with other people is so much easier to run at a quicker pace. So if you're training, you would run faster than you would on your own and you would get used to running faster. So I think, yeah, running running in a club is good. Running with other people, it doesn't have to be a club. I think just running with company is good. Um, oh, that's Barry John. Barry John's internationally. If you want me to run with you, I'll run with you. Just give me a shout. Um, he also asks, are there toilets on the Megabus tickets? There are toilets, but I think somebody is in, in them at the moment. But as soon as they pop out, you can go in for a little wee. Or maybe you just want to go in and, and drink a little bottle of French beer. That's all cool. Um, how much Vaseline did you use? Again, the chafing question is quite a popular one. I didn't use Vaseline. I used the Norwegian hand cream. Um, partly because like I just, just want it to be different. And... I just I like the idea of something which is designed for Norwegian fishermen going on my balls. You know, that's kind of kinky. That's a nice that's yeah, so lots of chafe questions. Um done that one. How does it feel to be an ultra marathoner? Ah, wow. Yeah, I guess I am. If I if you run further than a marathon, you're an ultra marathoner. That wow, that feels quite cool. That's like getting a degree in going forward. Um I I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't call myself an ultramarathoner yet. I haven't really raced over it. I think you need to race over it first. Um, I wouldn't even, like, I technically I haven't run a marathon. I've just, I've just run uh, 27 miles. Um, what's your next running challenge? That's, that question comes up a lot. How do you recover from the run? Did you have a bath? How many bubbles are in the bath? Are you still in the bath? Can I come next time for the run, not the bath? You can, do you know what? You If I'm in the bath, you can just pop in. It's all good. Uh, but yeah, please, Please, oh, that's John. John Cosgrove, Pickle John. I ran with him briefly in Cardiff Half Marathon, and then he just pulled away from me. He's he's um yeah he's a he's a lovely little runner. Uh, John, please come and run with me next time. Yeah, absolutely, come join us. We're gonna do another challenge, definitely. Me and Matthew were talking about me and Matthew the bull. Um, we were talking about doing like a midnight challenge or something with with lamps on our heads. I don't know. We'll think of something. If you've got any suggestions or if you want us to come run in, in your town, if you want me to bring the mega bus to your town, park it on double yellow lines, just kick the doors open and start running. Let me know because I'll do it. I'll run anywhere. Well, have you ever run in Bath? No, I've never run in Bath. Um, let's have a look. What else we got here? Uh, that, that's all the Twitter questions. Something It was so something on Facebook as well. Let's have a look. Ah, Matt Jarrett. Hello, Matt. He was my, he was, I was housemates with him for a while. He's a great guy. He, he runs a record label, Diverse, and he run, oh, runs the music shop in Newport. He's a cool guy. And he said to me, in the video, it seemed like you had a high piss to water intake ratio. How many times do you stop for a slash? I stopped for five P's in total. It was like three really soon, like three within the first five kilometers. I think because I was doing this thing where I nervous sip, I just keep on sipping. And I think that is why I get so drunk on nights out as well. I, I'm kind of like doing this podcast. I always started with like, I line up some drinks and I have a chewing gum. Something always needs to be in my mouth is, I don't know. I, I'm definitely like becoming more aware of myself for the more running I've done. I've it just slows my thought process down. I'm I'm able to as I'm out running, I can spend time with my own my own brain and kind of just just talk to myself and work myself out. And one thing I've worked is that I definitely get nervous in social situations, which I think people find mind blowing because I'm I'm quite outgoing. Um, but w- one thing I do is I like I sip a lot. I, something needs to be going in my mouth. I think because it stops me talking. Uh, so I was definitely nervous sipping, and then I peed a lot. 
Um, so that was another one. Any more? I, can't, I think there were more questions. I'm sorry if I missed any more. Um, I'm also sorry about talking about being all spiritual and stuff, but something has happened. This, this run has definitely changed me and it's made me want to do it again. I felt surprisingly fresh the next day as well. I felt like so good. I, I've only run 5K since, but um, I, I, I just, I don't know. I just feel like I've just, just changed. It's crazy. Has anybody else felt that? Has anybody else felt that after doing a longer run than usual? That they just feel it's changed them a little bit. I think that is it. Oh, I've been talking for a while, haven't I? Um, so I think I've got another question. It's just popped up. Ah, did you think about hula hoops? <laughs> um, yeah, I probably I thought about all types of food from mile eighteen onwards. Uh, the cafe started cooking breakfast rolls, and that it's just like I never known. Like, how can a little piece of bacon? If you think of the size of bacon compared to the the sky, the atmosphere, how can that the smell of that fill the whole atmosphere? It did. I, I was pretty sure like planes passing overhead could smell the bacon cooking. So yeah, I thought about hula hoops. I thought about a lot of food, but after oh yeah, that's not Sizu asked me a question on Instagram. I haven't got Instagram in front of me, but they asked me the band Sizu. Um, they asked me what was my post run meal. Um, I sat in a bath. I felt really sick. I think it's because I was just like hammering the gels. I was just I was enjoying the taste of the gels. I definitely overdid it. They messed my guts up. I said in the video that my guts felt like paella at one point. So. I was definitely overdoing it on the gels. Uh, and I think I think that's like the only thing that messed me up really was like that, just that high sugar intake or, or whatever's in them. I don't know, what is in them? Like nightmares or something, robot nightmares. Um, so yeah, I came home and my wife cooked me a homemade pizza, put it on the edge of the bath meat and I couldn't even look at it. I had no appetite at all. I just lay down in bed feeling sick, uh, which is weird. because I So I didn't really have a post-run meal. I didn't have a post-run alcoholic drink which I'm, I'm not really surprised. I'm not surprised. I'm feeling the benefits of drinking. I'm not drinking so much. I, I can't even think about it. So yeah, I didn't really have a post-run meal. I can't, I can't really think, what did, what did, I think I just had wraps or something. Yeah, nothing, nothing. Meant, I, I, in my mind, I thought I was going to go out and eat like a Nando's or have a Burger King, but it was like kind of quite, quite chilled really. So there we are. That is, I've answered a few questions there. I mean, I, I've talked about my 27 miler. I'm going to pause it. If I think of anything else, I'll come back on the the intercom on the bus. If not, I'll leave you to it. Have a great run if you're running and uh, we'll catch up next week. Good evening. Good night. Goodbye. What? <laughs> catch you later. It's me again. Hanging around like an episode of Cash in the Attic. Spraying hairspray under your armpits. We're at the Ritz. Before you leave, I just want to thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for donating towards Prostate Cymru. Thank you for the messages of support. Thank you for retweeting. Thank you for sharing. Have a good evening. Enjoy the prawn cocktail. Lick the spoon when you finish.